off. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 703, September 28, 2021. It was 91 was the record high on this day, and that was in 1898. And it was as chilly as 26 degrees in 1942. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Well, I went where angels fear to tread yesterday. What I miss? <laughs> Talking about the cost of electricity to run an electric oh, car, yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I had an email from Jackie, uh, who was emailed frequently, and uh, I did preface reading her email by saying I am unclear if these numbers she's giving us are accurate. Your your exact verbiage was we're going to take her word for it. Well, and she's on double secret probation. Jackie, <laughs> Jackie, what'd you do? <laughs> Uh, I've you got misled a, the mayor? Here's a selection of emails. <laughs> Cal Froelich. Wait, did you get a few? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I trust Cal Froelich. We met him at the fair. He's a science teacher. You might want to check the cost per uh, kilowatt hour from the email. Uh, seemed a tad high. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Cal. Well, that was very nice well, of you. Wait a minute. Um, Hold up. I... I I'm trying to do three things at once here. Most importantly, I'm watching this drunk test go on up in uh, Columbia Heights. But um, uh, my cost, I wish I would add the bill here. Damn it. My cost per kilowatt hour or whatever it is, is outrageous. It's literally twice, if not more than twice, the price that they pay in town with a different company. Well, why don't you listen to these emails and see if you fall into this realm? <laughs> I'm going to write down. Yeah, okay. Let me get this my one's notepad. from Kurt Weger. I love the show, but every once in a while you read an email that is full of good intentions but short on accurate supporting data. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Electricity is charged by the kilowatt hour. A kilowatt is 1,000 watts. So a kilowatt hour is the power required to power a 1,000 watt appliance for one hour. The average kilowatt hour cost in the U.S. is roughly 13 cents for a residential customer. The most expensive state is Hawaii at nearly 33 cents, and the least expensive is the state of Washington, just under 10 cents. Jackie said she paid $1.16 per kilowatt hour. Actually, she said kilowatt, not kilowatt hour. That is wildly inaccurate. In addition, the Chevy Volt's battery is charged by the gas engine when it is running, so unless you went on very short trips where the gas engine never came on, you would never need to do a plug-in charge of the battery. A full charge of the battery, if necessary, would cost a tenth as much as she computed. Uh, also, the range of the car would be, would be like any conventional gas engine car, since it could run indefinitely by refueling the gas tank. The economics of electric and hybrid vehicles do not make sense due to the premium costs of the vehicles to begin with, but they are not as ridiculous as she would have you believe. The Chevy Volt is no longer being produced. 2019 was the last year, so I guess the economics did not work out for GM either. All right. Hmm. 
Uh, this is from John from the Iron Range. You read an email today, uh, meaning yesterday, about the cost of charging an electric car. The emailer said their cost of electricity was $1.16 per kilowatt hour. The average cost in the U.S. is about $0.14. Cents. Well, just like the other emailer said, that makes the cost to charge the car a whole lot less. Good luck. Now, these are important, so I want to read them. This is from Scott in Seeley Lake, Montana. Regarding your story on electric cars and what it costs to operate them, I have little use for an electric car here in Montana, but your numbers were so hopelessly off, you should take a look at it. You read from a letter where the gentleman, I think it was a gal, said a buck 13 per kilowatt. First off, kilowatt is not a measurement of electricity use. A kilowatt hour, uh, say you had a light bulb that was a thousand watt bulb and left it on for an hour. You've now used one kilowatt hour. Here in Western Montana, that would cost me seven cents. According to XL Energy, you are paying between 9 and 10.5 cents for a kilowatt hour. A quick Google search reveals Hawaii. They have the most expensive electricity in the country at about 30 cents per kilowatt hour. That's nowhere near the $1.13 stated. As for how much it costs to charge an electric car, let's use a typical Tesla Model S. At my electricity rate of 7 cents, it will cost less than $8 to charge the car up, and you will get about 400 miles. You'd be looking at between 9 and $10 there in St. Paul and $30 in Hawaii for the 40 miles. The Tesla has a 100-kilowatt-hour battery, and the $8 for me assumes I take the battery from dead to 100%, which, of course, you'll never do. How far can you go on 8 to $10 uh, of gas? Love the show. Scott Newpower, Sealy Lake, Montana. Hmm. All right. Now we go to Lisa. Jackie's email that you read on the air is full of incorrect information. $1.16 per kilowatt hour? We pay six cents. Just drove from Savage to Brainerd for two bucks. Educate yourself, but drive what you like. Love the show. All right. And finally, <clears throat> uh, I love the show, but every once in a while you need an email. Oh, I already read that one. Okay, that's it. So, so the mistake I made was uh, A, not knowing anything about electricity. I think we'll forgive you a little bit for that. I don't know anything about the cost of electricity. Uh, based on these emails, I'm I'm grateful to learn that electricity is pretty cheap. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, so that's one mistake I made was I don't know anything about electricity. And the, the second and overriding mistake I made was uh, to uh, realize that we were a fact-based show, and I had no bill. I had no uh, a business uh, reading that without some capability of verifying it. So. Love you, Jackie, but you're on double secret yeah. probation. <laughs> all is not forgiven. Join the club, yet. Jackie. We've yeah. all been yeah. there. Yeah, you're on double <laughs> secret probation. Okay, Rook, you're back. Okay. Everything's... You want to find out what happened with me? You will on the next version of Table Talk because, as you well know, I don't like to discuss personal things on Garage Logic. I don't really, people don't really want to get into my family uh, life. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> so you'll spill the beans on Table Talk? Um, yeah. Right. I, I pay 11 18 wait that doesn't make sense oh, we're doing, we're doing math here and no, I, I, I think we should leave uh, it well enough alone i think we've established from a wide variety of emailers that uh the price of a kilowatt per hour or hour is not nearly a dollar and 16 cents very affordable that's our bottom line so if you're paying a dollar and 16 cents kenny uh something's wrong i don't know what it is because i don't know anything about electricity right. this says i'm paying a um Eleven dollars and eighteen cents. That can't be right. <laughs> More Jeez. random speculation. So, you know what? Uh, I, I'm going to 
fire off an angry email to you, Such. How dare you? What did I do? You read that letter yesterday, and now... Can of worms. There are worms uh, I just crawling all around. It's doing the, you know what? It's doing the here's, show. Here's what I do, and it's probably what you do, Such. You see how much the, you owe them? You write the check. You yep. put a stamp on the envelope. Boom. Away it goes. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> that was my power bill. One I don't, last month. I don't even read the bill. I just look for how much I owe, write the check, send it away. Well, I've basically had the air conditioning on since March, so... I'm not even crazy. (laughs) My my XL bill has been high, uh, but it's air conditioning. Right. We're in a nice period right now where you you know the bill might be lower. The next bill might be lower Mm -hmm. because the blue light's still on, but ain't no air coming out of the vents. Right. Yeah. I have another correction. All right. Wow. Why did I come in today? (laughs) From the Gumption County deputy. Actually, I didn't. It's not my correction. He says, I want to clarify yesterday's email regarding warrior training. You had commented if the training was indeed called warrior training, that would be problematic. The actual name of the course is street survival. It was dubbed warrior training by the media, politicians, and anti-cop factions a few years ago. Hmm. The first I learned of the warrior moniker being applied to this course was from a newspaper article quoting people who were criticizing the training. During my entire career, I've never heard this program referred to as warrior training by a single officer. Before closing, I wish to add that the street survival course has been around for about 40 years and only became an issue within the last five years or so. As always, keep up the great work. Signed, the Gumption County Deputy. All right. I, I had a notion in the back of my mind that it was, uh, it was, getting, it was getting tagged with that moniker by uh, uh, an anti-police Mentality. You're training to be warriors, you know, and the whole deal. It turns out they, they really weren't. They get their undies in a bunch over nothing. That's right. Okay. And, and speaking of which, uh, the Minneapolis neighborhood where the University of Minnesota is located has seen a notable crime drop after increasing police presence. As Kelsey noted, he thought police caused crime. Well, right. <laughs> According to the Minnesota Daily, the total number of property and violent crimes in the Marcy Holmes neighborhood has fallen from a peak of 129 in May to 80 in August, a 38 percent decrease. As previously reported by both the Daily and College Fix, Marcy Holmes residents became particularly concerned about the level of crime following a June 19 shooting that injured three of U of M students. In response, the U of M announced an increased police presence, the installment of more neighborhood security cameras, and the installment of more emergency blue light kiosks throughout campus. All right. A camera never blinks, and it's recording whatever it's pointing at Garrett Parton of the Minneapolis Police Department told The Daily. So even if a crime does occur, it does greatly enable us to solve crime because suspect description and activity is all caught on camera. But the shooting did not keep one student activist from speaking out against the increased police presence. What I would like to see is the university work with the city of Minneapolis to try to get them to implement more programs that address the cause of this violence. Oh, this guy's a future activist in waiting, isn't he? What a precious fool. This is Andy Owen, Owen, a student and member of Students for a Democratic Society. We'd prefer to see the U trying to go after the root causes of all this crime and violence. They are, you idiot! Well, pal, uh, the root cause is people don't behave. Left-wing U of M M students, uh, activists, have routinely called on Police Chief Matt Clark to resign or have supported unsuccessful efforts to disarm and defund the campus police. Okay, 
You remember this one. The kid. You're going to bring up the kid. In February, a student claimed campus police had racially profiled him, but it turns out he fabricated the story. Campus police did stop him, according to video footage, but it was an innocuous interaction with the student even asking the officers for a ride back home. Yep. Uh, And then just two months later, a student government leader urged her peers to disrupt the campus police department by annoying the bleep out of them. All right. This is from the this is from Alpha News. I guess you're not going to read this in the Tribune. No. University no. President Joan Gable faced criticism last year when she rushed to cut ties with the Minneapolis Police Department following the release of the appalling video of the police arrest of George Floyd. Okay. Well, it turns out that uh, when uh, when the rubber met the road and they needed to bring in more police, crime dropped 38% over just the summer. And we're all shocked by that development. I, I, we're not. We're, no, not. we're not. And look at all the backpedaling. Everybody was trying to uh, push everybody out of the way to get to the front of the, I'm the most woke. police. Yes. I hate the police. Yes. And now they're all back. By the way, so I was at the Gopher game on Saturday, and I was waiting in line uh, the, the, for the porta pies with my son, and there was a, a young woman with a defund the police shirt on, and there was two uh, two university police officers there, and the guy looks at her and goes, nice shirt. <laughs> and then he looked at me and just kind of rolled You'll his call eyes. call me when you need me. Yeah. This is at the U of M game? Yeah, the Gopher game. Don't they have regular restrooms? Well, That's the awesome. line was sold. They have all oh. sorts of options. Oh. But, yeah, oh. we were in line where, where the porta potties were. Say, I want you and your employees to work where it's easier to work because everybody's thinking about what they're going to do now. Are you going to go back to work? Are you going to go back downtown? Consider Centerpoint of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's an eight-building campus on rolling park land in Mendota Heights with easy, they're all single story, got no elevator weights, Uh, easy access to the airport and highways 55, 62, and 494, 35E, free parking right outside for safe, easy access, no uh, no elevator weights, as I mentioned. Each office space has its own restroom, you're not sharing with other companies, and uh, great spots for lunch, and also... Each office space is customizable, so you get exactly you want what you want. A rookie, you've been there. I've been yep. there. It's really, really a pleasant, pleasant, shady location. It's just fantastic. Not to mention the management is uh, top Local guys. Yeah. Local guys. Good guys. You call in a bunch of guys, mm-hmm. right? Very involved in their community. Uh, for more information, it's, this is one word, visit escapetomendota.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952 925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. 
Joe Sushere. Trouble moving up my street. Suspicion moved in next door. <laughs> this sounds like really old blues from the 30s. Trouble moving up my street, baby. PK Mail. PK Mail. Oh, suspicions next door. Hey, uh, Kenny. This is the second seafoam success story that I've sent you because the stuff just keeps working. My wife has a vehicle with that stupid, easy fuel filling system that's notorious for getting sticky and throwing coals. Okay, stop right there. I don't know what that means. Is that what I have? Because I don't have a gas cap on my car. You just stick the nozzle in there. Really? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Just listen. All right. Just listen. God. I got the code, which said EVAP system leak detected. The possible problems were the easy fuel filler door or the purge control valve. So I sprayed a bunch of deep creep into the little easy fuel door doohickey, ran the funnel in and out a few times, then I put in a can of seafoam engine treatment into the tank just for good measure. Lo and behold, check engine light, no longer lit. Once again, seafoam products that have saved me time, money, and headaches. Seafoam is a great product in a world of bad gas and sticky parts. Sincerely, Rick from Oklahoma. I believe you might be right, Such. Mm-hmm. I believe you might be right. Mm-hmm. Well, now i got to check mine for stickiness. Right. Yeah, and they're notorious for throwing codes. So if, if yeah, if you get that code, don't worry about you it. Know you, you know, and, and, and another one like vehicles like mine. Mine's a what a sixteen. Even if you don't get the gas cap on tight, it throws a code. It's mm. just ridiculous. You have a project. Yeah. Now you get a That's project. Right. Yep. Hey, this just in from Carrie Clatt. What do you got, guys? What world is this? I was at the doctor this morning. Not just any doctor, but the OBGYN, you know, the Uh-oh. doctors who specialize oh, yeah. in reproductive health. Uh, and the new, young, straight-out-of-medical-school doctor referred to me as a they. Oh, my God. I've had a child. My chart clearly indicates that I am a woman. Why would they call me they? Thankfully, another more experienced doctor was in the room and quickly said, she's a she, you can call her a she. And the younger doc <laughs> laughed and said, oh, it's just easier to use they and not discuss pronouns. Again, I was at the OBGYN. There doesn't need to be any confusion or discussion. Good There's God my... and good luck, Carrie Moran. There's my parts right there. That's right. That ain't a they. I'm a she. I got a kid. Why do you think I'm here at an OBGYN? Right. My God in heaven, what are we doing? And warm your tools up before you yeah, use them. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Speaking of doctors, by the way... Um, you saw what's going on in New York right now. Uh, they're threatening oh. to leave? Nope. But, we're, uh, we're firing nurses now, Joe, oh, that uh, refused the vaccina- vaccine. Oh. And this just popped 32 minutes ago. A North Carolina-based hospital system announced yesterday that roughly 175 unvaccinated employees were fired for failing to comply with the organization's mandatory coronavirus vaccination policy, the latest in a series of health care dismissals over coronavirus immunization. Novant Health said last week that 375 unvaccinated workers across 15 hospitals and 800 clinics had been suspended for not getting immunized. Unvaccinated employees were given five days to comply. More than 99% of the system's uh, 35,000 employees had followed the mandatory vaccination program. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the, the doom of us if we start firing healthcare workers. Well, won't that exacerbate the problem we already have? Bingo. I mean, 
This is complete madness. What are we doing? Because <laughs> if you don't think that's coming here, you're kidding yourself. I found something interesting. Uh, we're going to be sold on the idea that, of course, the California fires, which have been devastating because they're put their people in harm's way mm-hmm. where they never used to be. Uh, we're going to be sold on the idea, of course, that they're the result of what, what the hysterians believe is climate change. No, they're the result of nature and they're the result of poor forest management. They also might be the result of people from the failed academy purposely starting on fire. <laughs> you saw that story. Good. Yeah. Good. You got a woman here who was attempting to hike to Canada. She's facing charges connected with the Fawn Fire, which authorities say she started while trying to boil drinking water, according to a criminal complaint from the Shasta County District Attorney's Office in California. Alexandra Suverniva. 30, faces a felony arson charge with an enhancement of committing arson during a state of emergency. District Attorney Stephanie Bridget said Suverniva could face up to nine years in state prison, though she could face more charges as the fire is still burning and the investigation is ongoing. The Fawn Fire began September 22nd and as of Monday evening was 60% contained, according to Cal Fire. The fire has burned more than 8,500 acres, uh, just about Gull Lake, a little smaller than Gull Lake. That's still big because people live up there. And prompted Governor Gavin Newsom to declare a state of emergency in Shasta County. The fire has destroyed homes and forced thousands of evacuations, according to a statement from Newsom's office. We are aware there are possible additional fires here in our county that she may be linked to, as well as other charges and other fires statewide. Bridget said, my office will not hesitate to prosecute any person who either intentionally or recklessly starts a fire. Uh, Suverniva pleaded not guilty. The district attorney's office said she was appointed a public defender. The uh, county public defender's office said it does not comment on pending cases. Suverniva had been hiking to Canada on September 22nd and was seen in the Mountain Gate community in Northern California, according to a narrative written by a Cal Fire officer. She was told she couldn't be on the property by quarry employees, but kept walking. Suverniva then became thirsty and found a puddle of water in a dry creek bed, but the water allegedly had Ugh. bear urine in it. Yeah. I don't know. How would you know that? I, I, I give would, her a little uh, taste test. You would get a little spoon down yeah, there. And give her a sniff. Sniff her up. So she yeah. tried to filter the water with a tea bag. She said that that didn't work. <laughs> Hello. Come on, granola. She's get a yoga right. instructor and a biotech uh, failed academy graduate. She said she didn't work. She, she said that didn't work. So she attempted to make a fire to boil the water. She stated it was too wet for the fire to start. She said she drank the water anyway, oh, and, then, oh, and then and then continued moron. walking uphill from the creek bed. The complaint said, Suverniva got stuck in brush and called the fire department." The complaint read. She was evaluated for dehydration and then questioned by Cal Fire authorities when she allegedly told them she tried to light a fire. Suverniva was taken into custody. Uh, she was found with CO2 cartridges, a cigarette lighter, and a white item containing a green leafy substance. Her bail's 150 grand, and her next court appearance is October 5th. And that got me thinking: Didn't we in early August have a college professor yes. charged with setting yes. California fires? So I, I I looked that up, and it was August 12th. Was we learned we first learned of it? Gary Stephen May- Maynard was arrested. Uh, last weekend, meaning in early August, following an investigation that began July 20 and included a U.S. Forest Service agent placing a tracking device under his car after he had been stopped by police on August 3rd. 
Maynard, 47, is charged with intentionally setting the ranch fire in Lassen County, according to the criminal complaint. He denied setting the fire. It wasn't immediately known if he has an attorney. Uh, he was listed as a lecturer in criminal justice hmm. at uh, Santa oh, Clara University. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, specialist, specializing in criminal justice and uh, cults and deviant behavior. Yeah. Uh, he was no longer at the school. U.S. Magistrate Judge Kendall Newman said the nature of the case suggested there be mental health issues at play and ordered Maynard to remain in custody pending a hearing. Uh, according to filings, Maynard first came to the attention of authorities July 20 after the Cascade Fire was reported on the western slopes of Mount Shasta. Uh, U.S. Forest Service investigator Brian Murphy responded to the scene and found a man later identified as Maynard underneath a black Kia Soul that had its front wheel stuck in a ditch and the undercarriage centered on a boulder. Maynard denied knowing anything about the fire and was at points uncooperative and agitated. A second fire the next day on Mount Shasta. Investigators later found tire tracks similar to those made by the Kia. Hmm. Investigators tracked Maynard's address to San Jose, where police said a resident called him on October 2020 with concerns about their colleague, Maynard, who worked as a professor at Santa Clara University. So they're coming right out of the failed academy and burning down the woods, Hmm. allegedly. But in his case, on purpose, uh, in her case or they, or whatever we're calling her. She's just an idiot. Just a bonehead, right? No. Well, what was she doing with CO2 cartridges and a cigarette lighter? She doesn't uh, smoke, I would bet. No, uh, there are different stories about this, uh, and uh, I don't know why. I think I printed this one because it looked like it would print. So are you suspecting she made up the, the part of boiling the water as a cover? Because, yeah, when you read that, it reminded me of this kid, Christopher McCandles, who uh, hiked a couple of hundred miles north of uh, Anchorage a few, well, it's got to be over 10 years, three, third, probably 30 years ago now, and uh, didn't have enough food, didn't have enough water, didn't have any survival skills, and ended up dying in an abandoned bus. Oh, in the, yeah, I know that the, story. Yeah, yeah. It, it just reminded me of somebody really, really stupid that shouldn't be out in the wilderness. So check it on out. The first story. Rook. Rook. Yep. Look up. Oh. Break it down now, Bobby. Look up Alexandra. Minnesota. No. What the hell's her name? Alexander Madison. Look up Alexandra, S-O-U-V-E-R-N-E-V-A. So let me ask a quick question. Suverneva. This wo- this woman mm-hmm. that, that allegedly started the fire mm-hmm. with the with the bear urine, and she was attempting to hike to Canada from uh, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, above the crazy line, we have the danger zone. This is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany, yep. hairdressers. <laughs> this is where your car gets keyed, you get a bunny in the pot, your tires get slashed, and you wind up in jail. Understand something. This is not a static environment. No. This is a situation where you have got to use this matrix over time to develop some reliable data. Okay, what comes up is uh, several news stories yeah. about her. Former yoga teacher, yeah, a, a biotech key. something. Uh, uh, sci- Apollo Alto scientist linked to earlier Shasta County fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are just recent stories. That was 18 hours ago. Well, let's put it this way. Generally, 
The Forest Service is not going to give you a hard time if they just think you were an idiot. They must know way more than we think they do. To press these kind right, of charges. Right. 30-year-old yeah, right. graduate of California Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it may be a reasonable speculation to think that both she and this Maynard character think they're trying to save the Earth by, what, burning it to convince people of climate change? Now, right. I don't know that that's their reason. But that would seem likely. That would seem in the pile, right? I did see that there was, a, I believe, it was a Star Tribune had a story on Greta, how she's uh, very upset because she thinks people are being paid just to listen to her, but they're not taking action. I saw that story this morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing enough. Okay. Nobody's going to listen to you, you little creep. <laughs> so, in the case of the professor. What is the phenomenon, and I'm, I apologize to the firemen, uh, fire people, that, like say a, a fireman sets a fire. What, what is that called? There's a, oh, I, like, there's, a like there's an a, arsonist. Or a, no, no, no. There's a name for that psychological thing. Yeah, I know thing. what you mean. Yeah. They're uh, trying to impress the girlfriend. They start a fire, and they're the hero to no, put it down. No, I know what you mean. No. I just can't think of the name for it. But that's what he sounds like. She just sounds like a dum-dum. Well, she probably isn't. Uh, she's got the degree from where? Cal- California Institute of Technology. You know, and she's got, she's, got, she's in the no-go zone. Let's put it that way. Danger zone. Danger zone. Danger because zone. you don't hike to California or you don't hike to Canada with no. She didn't even have a canteen apparently. Well, she was drinking bear urine. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how. Don't make she, anybody crazy. How would she have established that it was bear urine? Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't point. personally know that. Maybe she's related to the gal that said, Bear, quit eating my kayak. Stop it, Bear. Kenny, are you looking for pyromania? No. I, it, maybe it's not a thing. I'm looking it up now, and there isn't a name for it. Copy. Mm. Well, <laughs> You're right. How would she know the difference between... Unless she, is that you know, a black bear or is that a Kodiak? Unless I'm not she sure. saw it, you know, relieving itself. Well, it has hints of berry in it. Uh, there's a little <laughs> bit of. I'm, I think I'm tasting jackrabbit too. I see some bells. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, how are we? Uh, but here's the point. Check it on up. If it develops, <laughs> both she and this Maynard character intentionally tried to burn down the forest. That's not climate change. Nope. That's uh, criminal or disturbed behavior. Well, that's psychosis is right. what that is. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, you got enough problems in California with just nature being a threat to the fire. I, I, I just hope that somebody gets the wisdom to uh, figure out how to manage the forest better. You don't trust Gavin Newsom to I, get her I, done? I've never, I've never seen the giant sequoias, and I wish I, I would have. I never have seen them. Hmm. And they're threatened terribly right now. And you would think that, given all of the environmental intensity that we have in our culture, you would think somebody would have said in California, let's figure out how to keep a fire from the sequoias. Let's do some, let's do some uh, as Trump would say, let's rake the forest floor. There we go. Let's do something. Yeah. I'd be ashamed to lose those trees. I, I don't think they're going to be lost. I, they, they've wrapped them in tinfoil. They've wrapped them in a foil wrap, Literally. which apparently uh, uh, dissuades the fire from doing its destruction, but I've never huh. seen the giant sequoias. Man, they're, you know, they can be, what, thousands of years old? Yeah. They're just fantastic. You're a tree What's, hugger type. You're 300? Yeah. What was your tree? It was 300, the one you were making love to? 
I didn't. In Minneapolis? Oh, that was, yeah. I gave it a pat. I didn't okay. hug it or. Yeah, you gave it a little squeeze. I did. Okay, okay, I'll give it a little oh, squeeze. How you doing? Come in, Rangoon. How one of those deals. <laughs> Kenny, the hero syndrome is a term used by media to describe the behavior of a person seeking heroism or recognition, usually by creating a harmful situation to objects or persons which they can resolve. Okay. That's Rook, you were uh, probably it. You were out on the East Coast. I bet you didn't have anything as good as Red Savoy Pizza or Red Savoy's new adult mac and cheese. Uh, I will tell you, I had Regina's Pizza. Yeah, and it's not Doesn't as good. Measure up. It's not as good as Red Savoy Pizza. Well, how about this grown-up mac and cheese? This ain't that orange yeah. neon stuff that looks like a flag where a construction site. You know, this is <laughs> this is chicken, bacon, mac, and regular mac and cheese in a hot dish a tin. It's just fantastic. Three separate cheeses. Parmesan, just, yeah. mozzarella, okay. and cheddar. It's, it's Alfredo creamy. sauce to send you into a dizzying dream. It's just, uh, it's, it's we've had it yeah, here, it and it's really incredible. And so are the pizzas. That's the best soda-style pizza uh, ever, and there's 16 locations, and with each pizza... You get a pull tab in the box, and you open that baby up, and you could win, uh, oh, hell, you could win stuff. You can win free pizza, pasta, wings, salads, pop, as well as money off your next purchase, and the grand prize, free pizza for a year. And we should all hope that Rookie never wins that. I hope not. Because, uh, he Red Savoy would go out of business. Yes. Out you of should business. also <laughs> mention the uh, convenience of the walk-in and buy a slice. Yeah. You don't have to wait that 20 minutes You know, when you order it's and you ready. go get it. Yeah. If you're driving by a Red's, you pull over, go in, I need a sausage, slice of sausage, mm-hmm. boom, you're out of there. They bring the pizza to they you. They bring the pizza to you. Well, GLers, you go and check out the uh, Red Savoy app or visit SavoyPizza.com. Hey, GLers, if you're looking to improve the water quality in your home, then trust my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they've been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are also an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer, so whether you're looking to soften, filter, or you just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water worry-free. I'm a prime example. I went with the Connecticut system a couple of years ago. I have the S. 650 system inside my home it made an absolute world of difference it improved everything your 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 dishes your your laundry your showers everything inside your home gets better with Connecticut and my friends at Hofferman Water if you already have a water treatment system in your home well they can help you with service and repairs they specialize in Connecticut products but service many other major brands too they can also help with salt delivery filter changes parts repairs and more give them a shout today you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at HoffermanWater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you. It's, just like it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Dawson's Creek? Dawson's Hollow. Dawson's Hollow, dang it. Dawson's Creek is a show. That's right. You know, we were just talking off the air about being romantic, and um, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and and the oh, the, uh, so the topic of, of candles didn't come up during that conversation. We had some other extracurriculars, but if you are looking for the perfect candle, remember spiral light candles. And I know, GLers, you got anniversaries, you've got Halloween coming up, you've got Christmas coming up. This is an easy, easy gift because. Right now, all you're doing is burning boring candles. Well, stop. 
Spiral Light Candles wants to thank everybody that stopped by the State Fair booth last month, and we want you to know they're still selling the wonderful uh, CI candle. The cylinder index candle smells like the garage, but you have to know the handshake. So it's not going to be available to the general public, but if you find the secret GL page on the site at spirallightcandles.com, you can order it. Scroll all the way to the bottom, click on the GL logo to order your CI candle. We'll be adding more special scents there as well, just for GLers. So check it out online, spirallightcandles.com. Click on the GL page, and you will be sitting pretty. And then you'll be very romantic, and all the boys here are really happy. I'm pretty sure I had, uh, I had three or four heart attacks during that last break, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> How do you bro. become a shaman? That's another thing that this Alexandra Suberniva. Shaman? A shaman? A shaman. Like that guy at the Capitol on January 6th that had the Viking horns and the oh, fur yeah, vest. Yeah. Uh, she also, I, I'd seen her, she's the one who was accused of starting fires. I've also seen her described as a shaman, shaman, shaman. Uh, how do you, do you get, do you have to go to school for that? I'm looking that up right now. You got to get a, some horns or what, what the, what do you do? Get a uniform? Oh, 60 minutes online. Really? You can yeah. do it online? Yeah, according to this, shaman training. And you get a license or something. Yeah. She was described also as a yoga teacher and a shaman. Becoming a shaman, narratives of apprenticeship. Okay. Do, do you have any authority? That's a really good question. All right, never mind. Did it's it, not important. <clears throat> I, ha- I have something that I think is terribly important. Uh, they're known for, uh, they perform a variety of functions depending upon their respective cultures. Healing, leading a sacrifice, I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. preserving traditions by storytelling and songs, fortune telling, and acting as a psychopomp. A guide of souls. I see. Well, that's just where it is. I you're, you're, you're a bit of a geo shaman, Sush. <laughs> Not really. I think so. And do you have your certification? Yeah. I have no certification. 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 Hey, Joe, really quick. Yeah. Uh, I follow Larry Elder uh, yes. on, on Twitter, and he just posted a pretty funny uh, picture. You know, the guys from the Pawn Stars that always say, you know, best we can do is yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Chum the top of it says. Brick. Restaurants in San Francisco refusing to serve the unvaccinated. And then it shows the picture. And then underneath it says, best we can do in San Francisco is let you poop on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's right. That's That's how we got it. The automakers are in uh, much deeper problems than we ever imagined. I was reading an interesting piece today in the business section of CNN, of all places. And if you stick around to the end of GL, Mr. Money Talk, we'll talk about that very thing today. For a year and a half, the lack of computer chips has been plaguing the auto industry, forcing plants to shut down, delaying auto shipments, and sending car prices through the roof. But that's not their only problem. Industry experts say automakers are having troubles getting all manner of parts and raw materials for a variety of reasons, including COVID-related plant shutdowns by suppliers, logistical problems involving shortages of ships, shipping containers, and truck drivers, and difficulty that some suppliers are have filling jobs. That's making the cost of the current supply chain crisis much larger than earlier estimates, leading to much higher costs for automakers and car buyers. Chips are, are just one of a multitude of extraordinary disruptions the industry is facing, including everything from resin and steel shortages to labor shortages, said Mark Wakefield, global co-leader of the automotive and industrial practice at industry consultant Alex Partners. There's no room for error for automakers and suppliers right now. Temporary shutdowns and slowed production rates 
are hitting auto plants around the globe, cutting into the supply of available cars. Alex Partners now forecast that supply chain problems will cause automakers to build 7.7 million fewer vehicles globally than they Oof. would have if wow. they could get all the parts and raw materials they need. That's up from the 3.9 million vehicle shortage that had been forecast in May. 7.7 million fewer. The tight supply of vehicles coupled with strong consumer demand is a major factor driving both new and used car prices to record highs. Plus, the lost sales from not building those vehicles will cost the automakers $210 billion this year. Wow. Oh, my God. That's nearly twice the firm's 100, uh, that's from, according to Alex Partner's latest estimates, that's twice the firm's $110 billion estimate from May. Those lost sales will be only partly offset by higher prices, which will bring an additional $90 billion in revenue on the vehicles that are sold, but the automakers will also have to pay $150 billion in increased parts and raw material costs, or roughly two grand per vehicle. Mm-hmm. All told, the industry will take a net $270 billion hit from the various shortages, according to Alex Partners' estimates, while car buyers will pay $90 billion in higher prices. The computer chip shortage first hit the auto industry last year as the pandemic spread and car sales fell. uh, What now? Oh, microchip supply had been widely expected to bottom out in the second quarter of this year and then start to improve, but a surge in... COVID-19 cases caused a new round of shortages and chip plants were forced to temporarily shut down in some hard-hit countries such as Malaysia. In the meantime, supplies of other key materials have also dried up because, you know, they're competing with the, you know, the laptops and tablets and iPhones. Mm -hmm. It's not just a chip chip shortage. Just about every industry is dealing with some kind of supply chain issue, said Cindy Jowden, regional assistant, I'm sorry, regional president for the Americans at IFS, a global enterprise software company. Our ports are full. Paint manufacturers are struggling with titanium dioxide, the layer on top of each other, and there is little relief in sight. There really are no shock absorbers left in the industry right now when it comes to production or obtaining material, said Dan Hirsch, a managing director at Alex Partners. Virtually any shortage or production interruption in any part of the world affects companies around the globe, and the impacts are now amplified due to all the other shortages. Boy, this pandemic ruined a lot of stuff, didn't it? Yes, yeah, it, it did. did. It just ruined a lot of stuff. So did a lot of politicians. My God. Schmel's Countryside, I know, does have inventory. Good. Schmel's Countryside, uh, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat. It's in Maplewood. It's been there forever. It's a multi-generational family dealership. I'm going to give you three websites here in a moment, but uh, their pricing is still great. 0% for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles, with the exception of the ID4. 0% for up to 72 months on Fiats, and 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. But this inventory is now getting coveted, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's just, so it's, don't wait. It's just don't am- wait. It's just amazing. Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood. I've owned all three of these vehicles and will continue to. I'm entirely, entirely satisfied. Uh, right there on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. So uh, make your move. 
uh, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, and check the inventory. Word. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with a couple of questions for you. Are you noticing a decrease in the following? Maybe strength, endurance, enjoyment of life, libido, or maybe it's just a lack of energy. Are you tired of feeling exhausted even after you eat dinner? I've got an answer for you. You need to call my friends at Everest Men's Health. From signs of low testosterone to other deficiencies, they examine every single area important to a man's overall health. And that allows them to develop an easy-to-follow plan that will ensure your success. It does not matter where you fall on the spectrum of men's health. The time is right now to come into Everest Men's Health and take the first steps toward realizing your best health possible. The great thing about Everest is their medical specialists look at the entire picture and they figure out what is causing these changes to you. They start with a full medical evaluation to check testosterone levels, important vitamin levels, blood levels, and overall body composition. And once they identify the deficiencies, such as low T or vitamin deficiencies, they create a personalized lifestyle program that can include testosterone, replacement, medication management, vitamin and natural supplementation, and exercise prescription and nutritional guidance. Trust me, Everest is fantastic and they provide a comfortable environment that is not intimidating like other medical clinics. They specialize in men's health and they can be your doctor for all your health needs and they will refer you to a specialist if needed. It's a wonderful environment and fantastic people. Go online right now to EverestMensHealth.com and you can call today to schedule your $50 testosterone test at any one of their three locations in Woodbury, Plymouth, and now in Egan. And please let them know that you heard about him on the Garage Logic podcast. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. DKMags.com can sell you a Benelli semi automatic 12 gauge for three and a half inch shells. They can sell you the shells too. Uh, they can get you a case, a soft side, hard shell, whatever you want, travel case. Uh, and if you don't have the pockets for a Benelli, um, get my favorite model. Less than what? I think less than $400, actually, a Remington 870 Express pump. Maybe if you're a collector and, oh, oh, never mind the Model 12. If you're a collector, I talked to a guy that uh, this morning that deer hunts with an M1 Garand. You real firearms guys, you know what that'll be. Real neat gun. I wonder if they have any at DK Mags. Check it out. Uh, because DK Mags, they specialize in firearms of all types, all calibers from sport hunting to home personal protection, maybe even some old relics from World War II, both uh, new and used. They also have all the extras and accoutrement that gets you set up and happy, smiling as you walk out of that door. Uh, you'll find that brick-and-mortar shop on Old 8 in New Brighton or stop into their other location, Monticello Pond and Gun. That's Highway 25 south of 94 in Monticello. And, of course, on the on the web, dkmags.com. We were talking off the air about various topics, including vaccines and, and uh uh, the hesitancy that some people have to get the vaccination. Here, I'll, I'll read again what started the conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, Governor Gavin Newsom is debating, uh, excuse me, vaccine mandates for kids is currently on the table, and we will decide in the next few days. So, and you also earlier, and I think it was on the air, told us about uh, the North Carolina hospital system yep. firing about 175 workers. So I see that trending on Twitter. I click on it. And you get the headline, and then you get all the rhetoric of both sides fighting, blah, blah, blah. So I get really curious, and I Google, why are some healthcare workers refusing uh, the vaccine? And as it, as it turns out, a lot of them are very 
what's the word? Frightened, worried, whatever Concerned. about yeah. about the long term effects. We know about the short term, the long term effects. By what constitutes long term? I wonder. I got my second shot on March fifth, and uh, would I have had a problem by now? I would say five years out. Wouldn't, oh, wouldn't I, that we don't be know. The, we don't know. Um, well, you were sick for a stretch, but well. But every doctor I saw, and I saw many, uh, assured me that it had nothing to do with the vaccine. Nothing. Okay. So uh, there's several reasons that, that it's, I don't know, I, think, I just think it's a legitimate concern. And those people's fears should at least not be shouted down. It should be talked about and discussed, the long-term effects. I mean, what if I grow a third bosom on my forehead in five years, you know? Sexy. That would be attractive to rookies. Sexy, yeah. I would, uh, I'd be interested we, in seeing we, that. We just don't know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have None the Moderna. Right. Uh, and, and from all accounts, if you get the original or the new Delta and you've already had the shot, it's not going to be a big deal. But here's why I think the people... I throw all of us probably in the same category here, why, why we're raising our hand with concerns. And we're not anti-vaccination people by any means. No, 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 no. But it's the, it's the entire removal of choice that I have a massive problem with. We are in such a dangerous, dangerous time right well, now. I, I'd have to introduce a thought. Uh, I'm old enough to have received virtually every vaccine of the modern era. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, wasn't I, didn't I have to get a polio shot? I believe you did. Didn't I have to get a mumps and measles vaccination? So then the, the next Google search we should do, like just pick out one, uh, polio, um, how long did they study that vaccination before they released it to the public? Well, I think you'll discover that it was years. You could, you could Google that, and I think I have these term, I have the uh, seven years in mind. But don't trust me. We're fact-based. But but let's let's analyze that. Do you suspect, Reavers? You you're uh, familiar, uh, heavily familiar with the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. Do you suspect that the hesitancy is driven by the the uh, the quickness with which the b- vaccines were brought to market? Yes. Okay. So what? I don't know what time period would people lose their hesitancy hmm. if these had been studied for one year. Would people lose their hesitancy? I guess two I years. I don't. I don't know how to answer that. Um, but now, now, and you said something else interesting. One vaccine we're not mandated, never have been, is the flu shot, mm-hmm. which I assume is a vaccine, isn't it? I would. Well, yeah, you're yeah. you're yeah, getting yeah. a little flu introduced yeah. to your system. You're uh, and yet, I get one every year mm-hmm. without a mandate. But they're not. It's. The, the problem is the mandates are not laws. And I think that that's part of the reason why the people that are imposing these, they know that it's unconstitutional, right? But what's driving the idea that there are dreadful side effects at, in a time period we don't know? What's, what's driving that? We, we haven't had that, to my knowledge, for I'm sure there's been groups of people throughout history that have said, boy, I'm not taking a polio shot because I don't know the side effects. Uh, but what's what? I have taken every vaccine made available by modern medicine, and I guess I've never worried about side effects. But I guess here's the 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 more that the continued effort by those elected that are making these decisions, the the, the more that there's j- just this 
insistence and and push and push and push is just going to automatically cause resistance in some people. It just is. That's human nature. So the more you try to press someone on something that has a certain belief, the less likely they're going to comply. And it's this just continued insistence by those that are trying to tell us that they know what's best for us that cause people concern. Uh, from what I can tell here, the results, polio vaccine uh, here, uh, results were tracked by volunteers using pencil and paper. It lasted one year with officials hopeful at the outset that they would be able to give, start giving the vax to children within weeks of the final results. Well, I think then it a was, paywall pops up, and I can't read the rest. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was studied for Jonas Salk. I, I, it was studied for far longer than a year. I think far longer than a year. That's why but so polio, many people suffered from it. Joe didn't. Wasn't polio was a thing since the Dark Ages, right? Yeah, I don't think it was new. But by oh. the time they get around to tackling it, uh, it was a, a time period that also resulted in many more people coming down with polio and. Uh, I'm lucky. I must have been right on the cusp. Yeah. But, you know, so you hear some of these people. God, I hate the term anti-vaxxers. People that were hesitant to get the vaccine, they were unvaccinated, they get the disease, and what do they all say when they're laying in the hospital? Should've they're all it. saying the same thing. Get the vaccine. Right. This is awful. This right. is god-awful. Right. You know? Well, here. I should turn that yeah, up. Yeah, try that one. Here's, here's a great tweet by somebody I follow, and I think that this sums up what I was try- attempting to say. Should we even read tweets, Chris? It's just so, uh, I don't know, vile. Is it? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, but I, I like the way he phrases this. No medicine that is safe, effective, and necessary re- requires, is it cor- coer- C-O-E-R-C-I-O-N? Coercion. Coercion in order for people to take it. Never in my life have I seen force or threats deployed in order for adults to take a medicine that they want and need. Quite the opposite. This alone creates massive skepticism. Mm. And I think that's exactly what I was trying to say. Just phrase much better. Phrase much better. Listen to this from CBS News. A nationwide trial of experimental vaccines using school children as virtual guinea pigs would be oh, paywall would be unthinkable in the United States today, but that's exactly what happened in 1954 when frantic American parents looking for anything that could beat back the horror of polio offered up more than 1.8 million children to serve as test subjects. 600,000 kids who would be injected with either a new full, uh, polio vaccine or a placebo. Wow. I'm glad I got the real. I hope I didn't get the placebo. Yeah. Right. I must not have. Well, and the other part is, you know, back to the the story we read earlier about the nurses. You know, when you, when you, when someone hires you, you agree to a list of certain requirements for that given employer. Yeah. Well, once that, they can't then come back and implement new changes that you haven't agreed to. to Are you talking about the hospital? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do, but I don't know if I agree with you. I, uh, I, I, guess what I'm saying is I have a hard time working up sympathy for healthcare workers that refuse to get the vaccine and then are fired. Don't you think? Go ahead. Why wouldn't? This is a weird road to go down. Why wouldn't quitting smoking be mandated? You know for a fact it kills you. It's going to kill you. And they've done everything to make it impossible to smoke on hospital grounds. You actually have to leave the property in order to light one up. Well, well it's difficult to smoke anywhere. Well, why, why you know, the, the government is too dependent on the taxes, for one thing, and but you never hear well, a mandate. you mandated. just nailed it. You, you yeah, just nailed yeah, it. That's yeah. why. Yeah. But I guess 
the, the reason, Kenny, I do have sympathy, well, number one, I'm married to a frontline worker, but number two... But she's vaxxed. Right, but, but these people, for what, 18 months, 12 months, were on the front lines... You know, dealing with this when there wasn't yeah. any protection for them whatsoever, right? right. And that's right. why I, I have a hard time. Then that now that's the right. government and, and agencies are turning their backs on these people. Right. That same really thing. makes me mad. Yeah. yeah. The same thing for a sister-in-law of mine and her daughter, my niece. Uh, they're both now vaxxed, but you're right. They were on the front lines when there wasn't a vaccination. And I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of them were scared out of their minds because yeah. we all were yes. scared at the beginning. We didn't know what was going to happen. So that's why that's why I have such an issue with it right now to what they're doing to to, to healthcare workers. It's it's a shame. Well, it's supposed to get worse according to today's Star Tribune. We're going to face a tridemic. We're going to have the flu, and we're going to have the COVID. Oh boy! And we're going to have some respiratory okay. issues. How yeah. come? How come nobody's jumping up my backside because I haven't had a flu shot in? I don't know. I'm going to say 20 years. It's been for 30 years. It's been forever since I've had a flu shot. I just uh, don't get one. Not because I hate it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. It, well, a you're not. Well, I was going to say you're not being monitored, but none of us are monitored. Well, I Kenny, I the first time I got a flu shot outside of when I was a kid was when William was born. My oldest son was born because uh, she didn't want me to get the flu and Protect be around the family. It. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, what about the shingles deal? Uh, the, the roommate got the shingles deal. That was two shots. I haven't got it yet, but I'm certainly willing to do it. What about a tetanus shot? Oh, I get those every year. Yeah. It seems like Rusty every nails. couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Boy, after yeah. this discussion, I need a Jameson shot. I'll tell yeah, you that right now. I haven't had a tetanus shot in years. We're supposed to, I well, think those are once every 10 years. I yeah, you, I used to get them all the time. Unless you step on a rusty nail. Yeah. Oh, see, I always get them after something awful has happened. That's right. when I get them. Right. You mean like the Vikings losing or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I suppose both sides of the aisle could be yelling and screaming at us right now. But That's like what we like to do. <laughs> I actually think we're pretty civil. And you know what? I, nobody that refuses to be vaccinated that doesn't annoy me the people that want yeah, to get I, vaccinated that doesn't annoy me i'm so indifferent right but it doesn't really affect me the the people that are okay my daughter's a school teacher uh you know she's i i don't know who's vaccinated what these, these young kids are first graders so most of them are probably not vaccinated didn't we and, go through a swine flu vaccination program about 25 years ago no more than that it was probably that was probably I don't recall. 45 years ago, I bet. I don't recall people objecting to it. That's the one where you had this, you can tell, they had this smear. The, yeah. The, yeah. the vax, the shot made your arm right. well, well, And the other, the other part of this, too, is, is the double standard. You guys recall when all the celebrities, this was years ago, way before the pandemic hit us, where a lot of celebrities were defending uh, people that chose to be unvaccinated with just regular, when, it, when a child is born, the vaccinations that they receive. Right. For right. religious purposes. And remember, right. it was shoved down right. our throats that if, if yes. you say that that's the part that's now it's flipped where, okay, they're just looking at which way the wind is blowing with this. You know, and I was probably on the side that those anti-vaxxers, as we called them at the time, were morons. I'm pretty sure I thought because that. Because these were vaccinations that were proven. And I think it was. That we have, that we need. That w it was, it was a Jenny McCarthy. Uh, she's striking. Could be. Anyway, Could be. she said that it, it causes uh, uh, autism. 
right? In kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, okay, Such, listen to this sentence that uh, I just stumbled on in this um, story about why healthcare workers don't want to get it. Respondents who had previously been infected with COVID-19 were more likely to be vaccine hesitant as were women and black employees. And the reason I read that is uh, they've had it, so evidently they have the, what is it, antibodies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How come the information we've received about antibodies and people who have survived it, how come it it's just wildly varying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not effective. It doesn't help. Or if you have that, if you've had it, it's better than getting the shot. Why can't we nail down something as simple as that? It's too new. It's too novel. Yeah. Which is why you can't, you know, I mean, Fauci uh, hasn't been 100% accurate, but again, he he doesn't. (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) He doesn't. I'm not defending him, uh, defender of him, but he doesn't know. Um, Health experts, you know, they don't know. We've had the doc on. And it's there's so many uncertainties. But what do we always want? Yes or no? Well, we want an- humans want the answers, and we are all bad waiters as far as we go. That that. Well, and again, it was all initially driven by fear, and I'm not. I mean, we were all scared at first because we just didn't know there was so much unknown, as you were saying. Joe, who's our guy that's always pushing back? He, uh, he's, Scott he's from a Inver Grove. Yeah, Scott from Inver Grove. He had it. it yeah, was and he's suffering. Fr- he's suffering. He's a long hauler. Yeah. It was brutal at the time, and he's still dealing with symptoms. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm placing my bets with the vaccine. He might not. I do. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's up to But you. again, that's the part that matters, because that was your choice. Right, but I certainly believe in the horrid effects of this illness. We all do. That's just dreadful. Yeah, we all do. God almighty. Uh, in fairness to GLers, I must warn them that Reavers has called a warning. This is not a watch. <laughs> he has called a Grunhofer's warning for meatloaf. It could happen today. It could happen tomorrow. We don't know. This is not a watch. I repeat, this is a warning for Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo on Highway 61, just north of Hugo. Or he might show up at the new store, which is on Highway 97 in Forest Lake, just east of uh, Interstate 35E. A warning has been sounded, which means the uh, shelves could be cleared of the uh, well, the uh, of wide varieties of meatloaf. And as long as he's there, yeah. he's going to get the brats, he's going to get the Wagyu burgers, he's going to get steak, and he's going to get bacon and ham and salmon and seasoning and everything else that's just made Grunhofer's the favorite go-to place for uh, the chefs of Garage Logic. Mm-hmm. And uh, grilling season is here, 139. Uh, the grilling season's always here. Football season is here. There we go. In conjunction with grilling, and there's 139 different flavors of brats at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and now the new location in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of 35E. Rook, we had a, a Grunhofer uh, question that was directed at me in yeah. terms of grilling the brat, but I tagged you and it said, I don't want to do it wrong. You need to ask the, my man, the Rook. Whatever your answer would have been, you would have been doing it all exactly. wrong. Exactly. So. So, but you can't go wrong you with You got Grun the Hoffers. experts at Grunhoffers to help you walk you through that process. 
This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and this is a time of year we love in Minnesota. The leaves are changing colors, the kids are back in school, and the apples are ready to be picked. So what do apples and insurance have in common? When it comes to getting an insurance quote, many people want an apple-to-apples comparison. We can't do that at Canopy. Here's why. The Canopy Group, we believe our clients deserve only the best insurance coverage for the best price. That's why we only offer our clients combined single-limit coverage. Many captive carriers, meaning they only have one option, offered split limit coverage. That means they can change what they pay you for a claim depending on how it fits. The type of coverage leaves you open to gaps and on the hook at claim time. This doesn't sound good to us and it isn't good for you. At the Canopy Group, we're often able to increase coverage from split limit to combined limit, single limit coverage and save clients money. If you want an apples to apples comparison, be prepared. The Canopy Group's apples are much bigger and better than the competition. To make sure you're getting the best insurance, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Oh, no, I lost everything. Oh, I got it. Truth, justice, oh. and the souchere. You know, he does. The problem with us is we, we swear too much off the air because everything we've said off the air has been recorded, right, Chris? No. Oh, it hasn't? Well, captured via video, but not recorded on the podcast, no. But there's no search uh, warrant. I mean, right. we did a hell of a show off the air, but it's just littered with awful, awful right. words. Right, exactly. Third breasts and what you would do with them on your forehead. <laughs> Here are some good words for our friends at Mosaica Hard Surface, gentlemen. They specialize in the sourcing, supply, and installation of hard surface-based materials, such as granite, marble, and quartz for your kitchen, bath, Fireplace, bar, outdoor kitchen, anywhere that you can possibly dream up, they can get it done and done right and also done under budget. Corey and Jay, they are the owners of St. Paul's Mosaica Hard Surface. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people out there doing this, but they are the best. They've been around for over 20 years, and they do things the GL way. They only use the best materials. They also custom cut everything in their state-of-the-art facility not everybody does that. They also install everything themselves because they want every single aspect of your project to be absolutely perfect. So Corey and his team want to work with you. You can stop by their new showroom on Marshall Avenue in St. Paul, or just give Corey a call directly, 651-242-0894. Stop by and say hi, or just visit them online, Joe, at mosaicahardsurface.com. That's M-O-S-A-I-C-A, hardsurface.com. Uh, Downing, a contributor, often has an interesting take on the events of the world. And he says, regarding the Sartell schools telling children they are not allowed to say they aren't racist. Sound familiar? This is religion. They are teaching the doctrine of original sin. We, or at least all people with pale skin, are born with a stain of racism on our hearts due to the fall from grace of our ancestors. We are all born sinners, parenthetically racist. We must repent and make amends. We must buy indulgences, reparations, and government programs. This is religion being forced upon public school students. Isn't that an interesting way to look at it? That is. It really is. It really is. And now only. Only? Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Mumpumalanga from the uh, uh, traveling Lyman's uh, Republican. On this day in 1908, Republican presidential candidate William Howard Taft campaigned briefly in Melrose as part of a whistle-stop tour of Minnesota that includes Minneapolis, St. Cloud, and Sauk Center. Uh, In 1955, uh, on this day, 
Wait a minute. He was introduced by Charles A. Lindbergh Sr. and Taft urged voters to take a chance on Democratic candidate William Jennings Bryan. And he was on J.J. Hill's line. That's Mm -hmm. the uh, route that thing went out west on. In 1955, on this day, on this day, September 28th, the final game was played at Nicollet Park. The Minneapolis Millers played the Rochester Red Wings, winning the Junior World Series 9-4. After Nicollet Park was demolished, uh, the Millers' home would be Metropolitan Stadium until the Metrodome replaced it. Hmm. Although by then, of course, it was the Twins. Until the Twins replaced them. That's right. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you. The Met, the Met was added on to a number of times, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Say, uh, we've been talking about the supply chains, and uh, they had a weird experience at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. They had a reverse supply chain problem, and Tim got in 200 Bentelli e-bikes that he didn't think he was receiving until this spring. And as he notes, that's fine for dealers in the southern states that have year-round bike seasons, but uh, 200 new bikes in September in Minnesota is not a great situation. So EcoFund is now offering an additional 10% off their already low prices. This is a savings of $160 to $200 per bike. Plus, all GLers receive their free GL t-shirt to wear with pride. But he says, okay, maybe not in Target. EcoFund will even finance your bike with six months of no interest. Now, this is, as you hear this, this is September 28th. This offer ends Thursday, the 30th. It's only good through the 30th. Go to EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake now while the selection is best. Take advantage of this uh, supply chain problem in reverse because Tim Bloom and the gang there, they're going to give you a great deal on a new Bentelli e-bike with that five levels of electric assist. Very good. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Gio. Are we wrapping her up? I think so. 703? Is this 703? No. 703? Yeah. Yes. All right, 703, wrapping her up. 703. Pod MN is available for those of you that are looking for something new, uh, whether it's humor, whether it's a podcast about uh, true crime, or whatever the heck they oh, you're looking for. Oh, wait a minute. What? Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Humpty! Yeah. Ugh. Crabby show. Oh, oh, yeah, do the crabby show tomorrow. That's right. You can find shows like that. Exactly. Podcasts that will entertain you and some that will depress you. Uh, they're all available at PodMN on your smartphone <laughs> and PodMN.com. Some of them depress the hosts, Very, Matthew. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not this show, though. Garage Logic, ready to roll. Check them out. YouTube, the Garage Logic channel. Sign up today. Cha. 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 It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh, Arnold, and GLers. That's exactly what I did, so you should do it right now as well for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do that by calling 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You get straight talk, you never get sugar-coated advice, and the hot man is on the line with us right now. The hotline is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, and Josh, the market. 
market is for Stunkina today. You Catholics try everything to be like the Jews. Throw in a few Yiddish phrases, but yes, the market is for Stunk today. Started out negatively and got work. A lot of worries. Federal debt ceiling is going to be reached, according to Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, on October 18th. Oh, just after tax day. If you are still one of those people who have not paid their taxes, make sure you still have that opportunity to put money into your SEP or IRA if you've done an extension on your taxes. Take advantage of that really nice tax deduction from the IRA or an SEP. Second worry, both Janet Yellen and Jay Powell are speaking before the Senate today, the House on Thursday about the economy and prepared remarks. Hey, there is higher inflation we had thought, and that inflation may last a little bit longer than we anticipated due to the supply chain being screwed up. Unfortunately, there are not enough truckers and dock workers to unload those ships, move that freight inland to markets, major break in the supply chain, also on deliveries, and that does tend to boost price. Another impediment to inflation, the price of oil continues to move up. President Biden has been elected. The price of oil in the United States gone from $40 a barrel to $76 a barrel as the president and his policy seek to curtail the use of fossil fuels. That's a real brilliant idea. Not to mention, of course, you have two bills trying to make it through Congress, an infrastructure bill that has bipartisan support. The Democratic leadership doesn't want to put through unless they're able to satisfy their progressives, which are the bulk of the Democrats in Congress, with a $3.5 trillion spending bill increasing entitlement without increasing uh, the need to work. That does not make a lot of sense to me. China's got, as we said, the power curves in certain cities and provinces. So you have big demand and not enough power. And that has hurt or can hurt some of the production that could affect favorite Apple and Tesla. So they're going to be disrupted a little bit. We'll find out more about that when these companies report their earnings in a month. Very good, Mr. Money Talk. GLers, pick up that phone, make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. There you will get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from the man himself, Josh Arnold. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great day, and hopefully things will turn around and we'll talk about it on Thursday. They, they will turn around, Chris. They will turn around. We'll talk to you. Thanks. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.